Hello and welcome again to Utterly Geek. Fully refreshed and ready to go. I'm Darren Bell and that is Chris Walzik. Hello. Our third partner in crime is still on vacation. Which we totally forgot about. <laughs> Listen, peek behind the curtain. Wally and I are dumb. <laughs> we apparently but don't really pay attention to Steve. Like, he says things, but we don't we pay always attention. pay attention. Well, the, I mean... This is part of for the course for me, though. I forget shit all the time. Like, my memory's <laughs> terrible. Uh, yeah. Like yes. Yeah. No, I mean, mine is, mine is too sometimes. But yeah, something, something like that totally fucking... I did not... Yeah, I, I, I just I didn't realize it. So I fucking blanked on it because, well, OK, so we skipped last week because reasons people were busy. We couldn't sync it up right. Yeah, we forgot that Steve also mentioned he couldn't make it this week, but that's fine. We're OK. Here we are. Hey, hello. We're here to talk about video game news of which another reason we haven't been doing it. There hasn't been fucking dick all <laughs> for news going on. We're. I mean, we're at that point where it's kind of like games are just kind of coming out. So, yeah, and, like and there's they, not a lot and they, and they will for the rest of the year. And really, new announcements will be probably at the Video Game Awards. And then... Um, I, I'm anticipating a Nintendo Direct sometime between now and December because we still don't have everything for Smash Brothers. Mm. And they have said that they would announce all characters before that comes out. Hmm. But, yeah, like, Game Awards is really the next big game news thing. Yeah. So. At least with, like, really big holy shit moments or announcements kind of deal. Yeah. I expect another 20-minute Kojima movie. Oh, God. At that. Ugh. (laughs) Telling us absolutely dick all about. I think he's just making a movie. I think that Mm -hmm. Death Stranding's going to be a movie. It was a, I don't even think the last time the last trailer was actual gameplay footage. It was just a movie still looking like it was gameplay footage. Well, okay, so my thoughts on that. It could have been someone sitting at a controller, like, providing some sort of input. So technically (laughs) that would be a game. Right. It's gameplay live rendered. Like, I, I do believe that it's rendered in engine and that wasn't a pre-rendered video. Right. I will give them that. Mm-hmm. But I I think he's pulling a one-two on us. I, at I at least for now, anyway. I, I would be really happy if at the end of the day this was all a fucking ruse. <laughs> His whole explosion with Konami didn't actually happen. That was all behind the scenes, and this is actually just Silent Hills, colon, <laughs> Death Stranding. Like, that would be fucking amazing and impossible. It'll never happen. Well, yeah. Right. I, in, in my fucked up mind. O- only only because happen. the whole Kojima and Konami ties have definitely been severed. Oh, God, 100%. For, for a fact. Yeah. And the fact that Sony picked them up right away. Immediately swooped right in. Andrew House. Good, good on he, you. He had the biggest smile on his face when he shook Kojima's hand at the end of that video. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Fuck you, Konami. Yep. Uh, anyway... We do have some news to get through. Why don't we leap right into it? Uh, right out of the gate here, we've got uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is about to come out mm. pretty quickly, pretty soon. There was a big interview 
with the Hauser brothers, who are the heads of Rockstar, who in the course of that interview basically said in a kind of a jokey manner, oh yeah, we've been working 100-hour weeks to get this thing out, and oh boy, it's been rough. And it's like, the optics of it were terrible. <laughs> and it has spurned another call for video game makers to unionize. Between that and Telltale. Mm. Telltale suddenly being like, oh, fuck, you know, we're done. Shut off all the lights. All you are fucking fired. And here go all of your benefits and everything. Whoop, <laughs> fucking sucks to be you. Uh, moving on. It's it's a brand new call for video game makers to unionize. Mm. And... At the end of the day, I think this is really, really fantastic for people of the video game playing public to be made cognizant of, to be cognizant of, to be made aware of these kinds of behaviors. Yeah. So a couple of things I could take out of the Rockstar comment was, one, they kind of backpedaled after this went out with the whole 100 hours thing, and they said, no, it was just a senior management team. Like, it was just mostly us. It was Uh, voluntary. Yeah, like, they say all these things, uh, you know. um, But apparently there were some QA people from Rockstar who kind of had it as mandatory, so they kind of had to to stay on it. Um, And, I don't know, I mean, I think it's also... Because if if it was the senior management team and it's them kind of saying it, I think it's also maybe because they were just so busy, they didn't realize there was shit going on, other shit going on in the gaming industry and didn't realize that like, oh, like two weeks, two, three weeks ago, Telltale fucking shut down and didn't pay anyone. So because they were just so focused on their game, they had no idea it was happening. So it could have just been like super bad timing where they were just like, hey, you know, we worked really hard and... Here it is. Like this is just me I doing think, devil's advocate right here. Like yeah, just, I was, was going to say that's a very shiny outlook on <laughs> that. I, I, I have my doubts about right. them not knowing about Telltale. Right. Uh, and I've I've been in situations myself where it's like, oh, you know, it's not mandatory that you work overtime, but. It's mandatory that you work <laughs> overtime. Like, the official line is very different from reality. Yeah. I've worked jobs where they specifically said, if you're not putting in 50-hour work weeks for six months, you're never going to get a raise. Oh, Jesus. Whereas, you know, your contract says 40 hours a week. And they're like, oh, yeah, but 50 is really where you need to be. Mm. It's... It's a shitty situation, and when you're in a team dynamic where it's optional to work overtime, and people are working overtime because you have to to get your job done, and you're not one of those people doing that, mm-hmm. it it really pulls down morale for the workers, for everyone, because everyone feels obligated to. Yeah. Like you can say it's optional as much as you want, but at the end of the day, it really isn't. Yeah, we kind of have uh, where I work now. We kind of have like because it's it's. I work with an operations department, so it is kind of a because it, it is a call center. We do kind of have to trade off and discuss like, hey, you know, which holiday did you have off or whatever? Like, should I stay on call or whatever? So we kind of switch off, but like we at least communicate it, and we're like, oh, hey, you know, I got this 
these ones off so you know you can take them or whatever or um but like even if i'm still like oh yeah i'll take it off because you know you got the last one or, or vice versa uh i'm always just like that gut-wrenching feel that i'm like oh god i said i even though i said i wasn't gonna work like was that okay like i know yeah. today's a holiday and everything but <laughs> I, unless it's like you know thanksgiving or christmas those are like obviously givens um but yeah like some uh, of the but they're not always obviously given well right yeah but but that's that's really at the end of the day the positions that we're in or at least the position i'm in now is much better than when i was right. previously there's a much more focus on you know work-life balance right and the way the game industry works is that they have these huge monolithic like deals in place where the game has to come out by this time mm-hmm I feel like that needs to loosen up a bit or those those markers need to be set much further out yeah. so that you prevent crunch. Crunch is terrible and it like I would not wish this on anyone. Yes, I love games. I love playing video games. Mm-hmm. I don't want to impose that kind of a lifestyle on anyone. Yeah. You know, so there's there's a bit of guilt here. Yeah. As as much as I'm excited for like new games, I still have plenty of other games that I still haven't played yet that I could still get around to. Right. And I think at this point we're also seeing the whole like oh this is what the board says, you know, this is what we need to push profits for this quarter. Mm-hmm. And it's just pure toxic. Yeah. I I really hope that sometime sooner rather than later that game makers can unionize properly i mean look at what happened with the performance matters movement yeah like they got most of what they wanted as unionized voice actors right and the and the funny thing is there is that uh devs were like hey wait a minute we don't get those why should they get that like why why should they get those kind of benefits or whatever and it's like i don't what <laughs> you don't don't, don't you mean how this works the conversation should be hey we should have that too not they shouldn't have it <laughs> yeah so it's whenever i hear arguments like that i think the crab in the bucket analogy have you heard about the crabs in a bucket analogy no apparently this is based off of some observations where if you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket like you you caught them all you let's say you're a fisherman right. you're not just a psychopath putting <laughs> crabs in buckets I mean, it could enough, be, but whatever. Hey, you could be, but hey, listen. We, whatever, let's move time. on. Let's move on. <laughs> when you put crabs in a bucket, they could work together to climb up each other and get out of the bucket. They could help each other. They have the functionality and the motor skill to help each other, but they're so competitive that they pull each other down <laughs> and prevent them from getting out of the bucket. So whenever I hear people shit-talking someone else who's actually improving their lives, they're just a fucking crab in a goddamn bucket. Yeah, and that's that's what the game dev thing during the performance matters movement just reminded me of. It's like, no, no, don't don't look at it as a fuck those guys. Look at it as a, as an inspiration to a hey, we should do this. We should find mm-hmm. a way to do this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, good luck with them. Good luck, man. It's it's definitely something that's come to light this year more so than ever. Yeah. hopefully hopefully 2019 will have something if if not before then 
Yeah, hopefully a lot of things happen over the next couple of years, <laughs> but I don't want to get into that. Yes. Uh, in other w- weird news, uh, Microsoft is reportedly finalizing a deal to purchase Obsidian Entertainment. Mm. Obsidian developers of Fallout New Vegas, Tyranny, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Pillars of Eternity. Pillars of Eternity. They've they've experienced slight bit of renaissance lately. Yeah. Uh, so this was broken late Friday, October 9th, at which point Microsoft said we are unable to comment on this. We do not comment on rumors or speculations, said a Microsoft spokesperson. An Obsidian spokesperson went on to say, Unfortunately, we don't comment on rumors or speculation other than to say the rumors album by Fleetwood Mac still holds up. (laughs) (laughs) So I take that as a, you're fucking with us, this is going to happen. So I'm of two weird minds about this. I love Obsidian's games. They make very high-quality games. Mm Mm-hmm. They also released some of the most buggy games, or at least historically, they've released some very, very buggy games. So their more mm. recent games, I don't think that's been the case. Okay. But I'm I'm not positive. I haven't played. Unfortunately, Steve's not here because he's played some Pillars of Eternity. I just see this as my concern, and maybe it's not completely well placed, is that this will pivot obsidian away from making high quality pc games Mm. and incentivize them more to just make console games uh no i don't i don't see that because microsoft's kind of shifting making a hybrid between the pc and xbox like they're they're pushing so hard to have it on both systems like right. th- there's there's rarely anything lately that's come out where it's like not just Xbox, and their PC ports have been phenomenal lately. Mm. Forza Horizon Four runs like a goddamn dream. Mm. The only weird thing I've noticed is that occasionally I will launch it and it'll be like, "Hey, we've detected your settings." I'm like, "Yeah, they didn't change from last time." <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the only thing, and it's super minor. Yeah. Uh. I, I yeah I I, my, I agree with you. My my opinions on this is like I think at first glance it's like oh no, but like at the same time it seems like Microsoft is kind of doing the thing where they're just they're they're kind of pulling what Sony's doing and they're just taking a back seat and just filling out checks and just being like yeah man make a fucking game whatever yep. cool just just make games that's that's sweet like you guys are talented. You guys have passion projects. We just want to make it happen. Like that's all. Yep. That that seems like that's Microsoft's direction. Like in the last six months, I would say, because I think they realized that there's not a lot coming out for them. Yeah, and I think the cancellation of Scalebound was their wake up call. Like way back when. Like oh fuck, mm-hmm. we don't really have anything. So this entire past like year and a half. Yeah. have really felt them it's felt like them posturing and getting set up to really fucking knock it out of the park on the next system <laughs> like right out of the gate <laughs> being like yo by the way boom we got all the games i think next e3 will be very very interesting to see what happens mm-hmm. on the microsoft stage 
Yeah. They've been running behind since the Xbox One was announced. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're like, we're digital only. (laughs) You have to have a connect. And here's all these boneheaded moves because we've got what Don Matrick in charge and he's got one of the most punchable faces. Yeah. They've they've been running catch up, but Uh. they've they've been making some pretty good strides. I mean their whole backwards compatibility is phenomenal. The fact that I can fucking toss Knights of the Old Republic into that Xbox One and have it fucking work in widescreen is bonkers. Yeah. Like that breaks my brain a bit. Hmm. Like I can take OG Xbox games, and that's that's great, and, and also making them available digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah I'm I'm really curious to see where Microsoft goes and what kind of games they end up pulling for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, and I yeah I feel like we won't be seeing anything in the next I don't know uh, two two to three years. Even even then, it would be like announcements. Yeah, I, honestly. But give me a fucking new fable. Give me a fable. <laughs> uh, <sighs> the the thing with like, I think w- one of the concerns, though, uh, maybe maybe kind of in in line with what you were saying, how because it's Microsoft, it might be just for the Xbox. I think that uh because there are certain studios that I really like that now Microsoft has them yeah it there's going to be no ports coming to to PS4 like if I wanted yeah, to play it on that thing. because I don't I mean we have an Xbox but I really have only been mostly been playing on my PS4 Pro and my PC like that's it which I mean yeah I could still play stuff on my PC but you know, if there was a game that, you know, my girlfriend and I were, like, interested in playing together, and by playing together, I mean, I play it, she watches, like, there's, like, a story-based game, and she's like, oh, this seems really interesting, but it's like, oh, fucking PC and Xbox only, it's like, oh, well, okay, <laughs> I guess. Well, you got, you got one of them Steam links, you can, you can do PC to TV real easy. Yeah, I could, but, like, I don't know, it's real finicky, if, especially if you don't run it directly through Steam. Do a hardwire. You, you got a hardwire network cable. Oh, I do. Steam link, and it, it works like butter. I have, I've never had an issue with it. I, I've just had issues if I did, if I had to do anything out of the big picture mode. Yeah, like it, it just acts yeah, weird. That, that's not how it's designed. You have to keep it in big picture mode. All right. So basically just have the software running through Steam. Through Steam. Yeah. If you do that, it's perfectly fine. I played a lot of The Witcher 3 that way. <laughs> okay. Which is fucked up because then I can't get the GOG achievements. Oh, well. And I also can't get Steam. Ach- it's It's weird, <laughs> but it works. And that's the only way I could get it to show the correct button prompts, too. Because mm-hmm. if I go to my desktop and then launch it from there, the Steam link thinks I'm only using a keyboard, so none of the button prompts were correct. So I had to run it as an external app through Steam to then get it to recognize that I'm using a controller. Mm. Yeah, it's finicky. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying, because I hardly use my Xbox as a gaming machine. 
either. Mostly because I hate the interface. Yeah. It's really slow and stubborn, and I feel like if I hit the control stick, I have to wait like a minute before it updates and goes, Oh, right! I'm a games machine. <laughs> and let me find YouTube for you. Like, it, yeah. it's not great. I, well, you would think Microsoft would have a handle on to operating be, systems. To be fair, it's it's not much better on on playstation as well because whenever i try to search for like youtube and twitch it's like i'll go into that the app there's a total huge sidetrack by the way uh whenever i click on it it like always takes a few moments to not only load all the icons that i want that i want but then it has to load all of the movies and upcoming movies and shows mm-hmm. from various app. like it loads all this shit on one screen but it's like dude i just i just want to go to youtube like i want that go. is a relatively new update that they put on there mm. and the argument was that oh we're gonna streamline your experience by servicing you everything from all of your apps right here it's like no fucking cut that shit out yeah you ran so much smoother and better without that shit because now you have to run out and ping every one of those servers. You have yeah. to authenticate my account on each one of those servers and then pull down from those servers what they want to host to me. Like, fucking stop it. <laughs> Cut that shit out. I, I just wa- I just want to watch Game Grumps. Come on. I just want to watch Game Grumps. <laughs> Man, you should watch your Mario Party. Oh, I have, and it's, it's excellent. It's so wonderful. It's excellent. I love it. Makes it makes me, it kind of makes me want to buy that Mario Party. <laughs> that Mario Party looks real good. Anyway, reeling it back, Microsoft's buying Obsidian. I think it's okay. I think it's going to yeah. be okay for both of them. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes, but yeah. Uh, in other fucking boneheaded PlayStation news, <laughs> good news, guys. You can finally change your username. This feature is now in beta. It will cost you, during the beta, nothing. You can change your name as many times as you want during the beta. Yay! And it's free every time. Once the beta's over, the first one's free, but then it'll cost you $10 US, or if you're on PlayStation Plus, four ninety nine. Mhm. Here we go. Here's oh, okay. Are you ready? Ooh boy. <laughs> At, ooh. Changes to online ID can be made through the settings menu or via profile. When you change your online ID, you will have the option to display your previous ID with your new ID so your friends can recognize you. Once you decide to de- display your old ID or not, you will no you won't be able to change after completing the online ID change process. So you c- this is permanent. Hey, show your new name with your old name. Isn't the point of changing your name to not show the old? Listen. Yeah. Mm. But here's the bit that really concerns me and is confusing as fuck. This is coming directly from the PlayStation blog. Mm. This feature is compatible with PS4 games originally published after April 1st. <laughs> 2018 that's this year by the mm-hmm. way uh, for a system that's been around for nearly five years now and a large majority of the most played ps4 games that were released before this date however please note that not all games and applications for ps4 ps3 and vita systems are guaranteed to support 
since the online ID change, and users may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. Mm -hmm. If for any reason you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID for free at any time. You will only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to an old ID will resolve most issues caused by the ID change. Most. <laughs> In addition, when this feature officially launches, a list of compatible games published before April 1st, 2018 will be provided on PlayStation.com for reference before you make a change. The fuck does that mean? What do you mean by I'll encounter errors or problems? Does this mean that my name will be fucked up? Or does this mean I can't actually play the thing I bought? Or what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> I, I take it as you wouldn't be able to play it with that ID. But yeah, I... That's, that's how I'm taking it. And that's I, not cool. I feel like... Uh, I feel like this was kind of rushed... In the sense where it was like, oh, let's only do some of the games, and then, wait, should we do all the games? Fuck no, fuck that shit. That's way more work that we need to do. Fuck that noise. This all sounds to me like something that was designed very particularly way back in the PS3 era without the thought of the future. Mm -hmm. And now they're scrambling to fucking fix the future. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, boy, it's not, mm, it's not good. Right. I mean, do you want to change your name on PSN? It's Captain Wally. Always been Captain Wally. No need to change it. Same. Like, my, my username's always been the same. Yeah. Part of me wants to do the free name change just to see what fucking breaks. Oh, and God. then revert it. I really want to see how the fuck does shit break. Mm. I, I don't even know Someone what, else will do that research for me. Yeah. I don't even know, like, what what they consider popular titles, really. Exactly, right? Like, does this only lock you out of multiplayer games? Because... I mean, if yes. it's a dead community anyway, that's fine. But if this creeps over into, like, single-player stuff, maybe it's got a scoreboard. Mm. And that fucks up? Like, listen, their solution has caused more questions. This is the most <laughs> Nintendo thing PlayStation has ever done. Right. Jesus Christ. I look forward to the train wreck that is the PlayStation name change. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind that would be, like, what they consider most Sony-played titles would be, like, the Uncharted 4 multiplayer. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think what of, about, like... What about Killzone? Uh, th yeah, there How was... popular is Killzone? <laughs> Well, there was that one that came out for PS4, but I think that was still... Well, that was yeah. launch. Yeah, I don't... I don't think that's still around. I could be very wrong. I don't know. I never I never cared to play that one. I just played Killzone 1, 2, and 3, and that was it. I was, right. I was done with that franchise. But I, I would imagine this even touches third-party ga games. Like, 
what if Titanfall right. 2 suddenly stops working? What if Call of Duties stop working? Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of questions here. Yeah. Like, especially Battlefield 1. Because, yeah, there's also that. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of people still playing Battlefield 1. So I'm sure they will have done the legwork to make sure that that shit works. Yeah. Star yeah, Wars I, Battlefront. Battlefront yeah. 2. How popular are those? Oh. oh, there's still people who play Battlefront 2. Oh, no. Yeah, um, I know. Hey, man, some people just really love Star Wars enough that they just want a modern Star Wars game. They can look past it. Yep. Trust me, there's some people I know who who bought that day one and they overlooked all the microtransactions bullshit. Cause they yeah, were just I'm like, sure. cause they were just like, I just want to play a modern Star Wars game, and this is all we got. Yeah, it was uh, a price that they were willing to pay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'll keep an eye on it. I want. I want to know what happens. Yeah. Uh, last bit, little headline here. Uh, the ESL Hall of Fame, the Esports Hall of Fame in Hamburg has announced that they are going to induct John Total Biscuit Bain to the Esports Hall of Fame as the first non-player in memorial to the late John Bain. Yeah. Well earned. He really drew a lot of people to StarCraft 2. Yeah, and also like had his own team uh, mm-hmm. that he ran for a while uh, within StarCraft Two. Um, yeah, contributed like a huge amount to just the esports, just anything really. Yeah. Uh, also, like World of Warcraft, that's how he got first getting uh, some attention was through his radio talk show, his WoW talk show. Um, but yeah, then it exploded after StarCraft 2, and they did a little bit of Hearthstone. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, and then Dota 2, I guess, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. he did much of, uh, Dota 2. I think it was like, oh yeah, no, he did, he did do a little bit for a little while. Not a lot, though. I think he just left that because, you know, Dota 2 community is toxic, yo, so they just... <laughs> He was basically like, yeah, fuck this noise. I'm going back to StarCraft. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good move. But yeah, um, I wish... This this is a good memorial for him. This is deserving. Yeah, definitely. All right, that'll be it for the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we move on to emails? You can email us at utterlygeek at gmail.com that's u-t-t-e-r-l-y-g 33k at gmail.com if you send them there we'll answer them here at this point in the show uh, you can also tweet at us at utterlygeek that's u-t-t-e-r-l-y-g-e-e-k there <laughs> Wally maintains that website yes the arm thing mm, words are hard the, the arm thing that arm of our social media ah, bleak yes. future. Y- yes. You can reach us there. You can also reach us on Instagram at Utterly Geek. That's U T T E R L Y G 33K on Instagram. Steve heads that up and he's been knocking out of the park on that side. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, you can also watch us live, twitch.tv slash cptwally, Mondays, 8.30-ish Eastern Standard Time, 5.30-ish Pacific Standard Time. We're uh, streaming live. If you mention something pertinent to the conversation, that is respectful. <laughs> hey, or man, funny. I don't I don't mind. I don't know. Fucking whatever, man. I'll take or anything. F- or funny. <laughs> uh, we will read it up live otherwise mm. we'll answer them here if we received any indeed pardon me having 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 an episode Ooh, <laughs> having a moment <laughs> um oof, boy oh. you okay okay yeah i'm fine i'm fine that was just uh, a little bit of gas that was uh, not great okay oof. It just rumbled so, throughout your entire core. That's yeah, all. that was real bad. <laughs> all right, if that's it, we have some new releases to run down for your coming week. We are looking for the dates between October 23rd and October 29th. Starting with Nickelodeon Kart Racers coming out on PS4, Switch, and Xbox One on October 23rd. <laughs> Uh, there's really not a ton coming out over the next week. We have Windjammers coming out October 23rd on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. Buying that shit immediately. Uh, we also have... I'm, I'm jumping through... I'm trying some new resources. Okay. I'm, I'm finding mixed results on a bunch of them. Okay. Uh, the big The big release, Red, Redem- Red Dead Redemption 2 coming mm-hmm. out. PS4, Xbox One. October 26th. That is the big one this week. Uh, The one that I will not be playing. (laughs) Yeah, right. I've I've got too much other shit that I'm I'm neck deep in right now. Uh Uh-huh. But not least, we have Stardew Valley is coming out October 24th on the iPhone. (laughs) That's that's this quick. It's fucking out. Jesus. Uh, we also have Lethal League Blaze, October nice. 24th on PC. I don't know if that has a console release. I don't see it listed for console. I think they said later. I think they yeah. said early 19, 2019. There's there's already a quick look on Giant Bomb. They made some really smart changes in that game. It It's, fuck, it's more Lethal League, and it looks fucking good as hell. Yeah. Um... Really, the only other, the biggest, arguably bigger than Red Dead Redemption, we have launching on PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Wii U, and the Wii. Just Dance 2019. Oh, God. October 23rd, releasing on fucking everything. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just had to mention that because it's Xbox 360 and PS3 and the Wii. Ugh. That's it for new releases. Uh, no. Did I miss something? You did. What'd I miss? The new Spider-Man DLC that's coming out. The first episode is coming out on the 23rd. All right, I'm going to have to revise my... The first... The first... <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the first 23rd. first of three oh, chapters the that they released. Yes, that they they are releasing. This is the Black Cat one. Yes, it is. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, comes with uh, a new story and two, uh, three suits, three new suits that you can get. Um, yeah, that's all I know about cool. it. I've kept my eye on it, but I'm letting a friend borrow Spider-Man, so it's not even like I'd be able to play it anyway. Right. <laughs> also, yeah, no, I'm just going to go back to our old sources. Castlevania Requiem, Symphony, and Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood, the re-release is coming out October 26th on PS4. Oh, okay. People are very upset because this has the Vita sound, not the original sound. Hmm. Apparently they changed the voice acting in it, so it's... Hmm. It's Konami, yo. They're doing a Konami. Yeah. So that'll be it for new releases. <laughs> okay. If you're watching live, stay tuned. We're going to break it down and bring it right back up with Wally and my social hour. Yeah. If you're listening, thanks for listening, and we will see you Thursday with the social hour. Mm. Bye-bye.